When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tell you what, I don't like the Lakers, never have, but I am a LeBron fan. He's my favorite player in the league, has been for multiple years, former Jordan guy myself, but I'm also a Miami Heat fan, uh, and this was pre-LeBron to the Heat, by the way. So the whole Heatles thing, I know there are a lot of bandwagon fans that jumped on because of that, but I am back from the Ronnie Sykes, Alonzo Mourning, Dan Marley, Tim Hardaway days. Uh, yeah back back when but uh hang brown went out sad it's unfortunate but hopefully my heat can pull off the sweep tonight against the celtics because i really don't like boston either nah, i don't have as big of a deal with boston as i do with the lakers that's a long story for another day what you guys are here for is another five piece for that head top and uh i'm here to fulfill that wish so with that said let's get right on to it I'm going to call number one who run it now before we jump into this let me first say that news just dropped a little while ago by the time you're hearing this it'll be older news but austin eckler had 1.75 million dollars in incentives added to his current deal which still ends after this season uh from the 2020 extension that he signed so he's in the last year of that joint with that being said it's out of the way it felt very uh, Melvin Ingram-ish to me, and I had a feeling something similar would happen. Uh, Austin's time is not very long with the Chargers. This probably will be his final season, and I just kind of had a feeling that it would be one of those once they got to training camp situations, things would get worked out. But ultimately, uh, it was fixed prior to, so all good. Now you know what your running back room looks like still. Austin Eckler is your number one. Uh, apparently Joshua Kelly still number two walking into this year just kind of based off of seniority and he had some pretty decent performances last year and uh, number three my guy who I'm just waiting to have an opportunity to bust out Isaiah Spiller which brings me to my next point by the time we roll into the regular season who do you guys actually think RB2 is going to be if I had to put money on it I'm not a betting guy It'll probably still be Kelly. Spiller's got a lot to prove. And um, uh, I guess there was talk about his pass protection being in question last season. And, you know, for most rookies, that's a thing. But Spiller actually got much better, and I've said this multiple times, uh, while at Texas A&M as a guy in pass protection. BP wasn't really all that bad at all. Actually, he got better every year. Uh, so if that was the knock last year, and then the fact that he didn't really provide very much on special teams, then uh, not sure what's going to happen this season. Because, I mean, could he be maybe like a personal protector or something on special teams? I don't know. Whatever. But he should be toting the rock. They should be divvying up carries. And uh, I would be just fine with the three-man rotation. Uh, each back gives you a little bit of something next, um, different. Sorry. But what I really like about Spiller besides the footwork is I think he has much better vision than uh, Kelly does. 
hopefully that shows itself throughout training camp you never know kid might work his way into uh overtaking those rb2 carries uh i will tell you this though he hasn't even grown into his grown man body yet have you looked at spiller still looks like a baby and even though he's like 6'1", somewhere in between 215 and 220, he's not all that muscular or defined. He's just a large individual. A uh, couple more years in the system, he gets into his mid-20s, probably going to look like a very different player. So something to look forward to. Either way, hmm, if you had to ask me, it'll probably still be Kelly. But uh, drop it down in the comments. Let me know what you guys think. But personally, I'm it's not what I would prefer. Definitely would want it to be Spiller. But we'll see how that all pans out. Hmm. Yeah. Dooski time. And go ahead. Be as immature with that as you please. I probably would. But anyway. Uh, I'm going to call this one never too much. So the charges add to the interior defensive line with the signing of Nick Williams. And uh, yeah. Not the free agency signing we were looking for. But someone that has experience in the Vic Fangio slash Brandon Staley scheme for his days in Chicago. I mean, OK, cool. Uh, familiarity with the system. Maybe some insurance for some interior defensive line guys that are coming back from injury. You know, gay. Uh, you know, nothing anyone's going to get overly excited about. But uh yeah, I mean, could this be an indication that maybe Otito isn't quite ready yet? Possibly. Uh, I believe Williams has played virtually every position up and down the line. Uh, but I wouldn't look too far into this one. Just somebody that can maybe provide some insurance. And will he be someone who gets into a rotation come the regular season? Mm -hmm. Again, one of those things we don't know because we don't have any clue what that 53-man roster is going to look like uh, when they break camp and get ready to start taking live snaps but i will say again can't hurt the more bodies the better you don't want to end up in another situation where you have two uh contributors go out and then you're stuck with a bunch of practice squad dudes who uh are super green have next to no snaps in high leverage football games and then you're up you know what's creek so kudos to the charges for at least taking care of that now uh, about that safety position Still waiting there. Mm-hmm. Getting into the three ski. Uh, I'm gonna call this one stay chiseled. Yeah, if you're not a hip-hop head, that probably means absolutely nothing to you, but it's a large professor and Nas track from way back. Mm, super, super cold song. One of my favorites. Uh, but anyway. Uh the Chargers still don't have a head strength and conditioning coach, do they? Uh I think someone's in that role temporarily. I don't know. Haven't looked it up here recently, but I think the position's still vacant. That's going to be very important before they go into full-fledged training camp, I believe. So just going to assume someone takes up that mantle internally or they hire someone um, from the outside here soon. But yeah, do as much legwork as you have to there as possible. Uh, I'm kind of sort of curious to see who it's going to be. So I'm in a rush in that way, but also nah, take your time. We got to get this figured out. I just want to be able to see the entire complement or the majority of it, of this team offensively and defensively in good health for the next season. Nothing was more frustrating to me. And some of this stuff is just freak, you know, 
injury crap can't do anything about but man you're only gonna get like one more year Khalil Mack we were robbed last season the prospects of Joy Bosa and Khalil Mack for an entire year are so tantalizing and yet we got what three four weeks of it hmm just need a guy who can come in and just, I mean, I'm not looking for dudes to take like leaps and bounds as far as, you know, strength is concerned. And just, I just want them to be more durable. Um, we're talking about high level elite talent athletes. Uh, most of these guys know how to take care of their bodies. Some of them have their own personal regimens. Just need someone who can come in, tweak some stuff here and there, not having them do wild workouts where, you know, putting a lot of stress on joints and everything like that, like mm, trying to have like a CrossFit trainer come in there or anything, but just, you know, somebody who's got a significant amount of time on task that uh, is known for keeping guys available, healthy, ready to roll for the majority of a season. I don't think that's too much to ask for, but uh, I know for a lot of people that may not matter, but from... Uh, a gym rat like myself, a uh, long-term personal trainer. Uh, we can talk about my resume one day if y'all want to. I don't care. really means nothing to me. I'm just a dude. I do have that experience, though. So, oh, by the way, uh, nah, I'm not available because, uh, I don't know, man. I just can't imagine my wife being cool with me being gone, like, months out of the year in L.A. You know, we got kids, and things are already pretty busy as it is. So, nah, uh, can't lend my services there be pretty interesting to be in the building though especially when that uh new facility goes up and here i am on a tangent and daydreaming but i digress uh looking forward to whoever that name is i'm gonna do some research here in a bit so see who's out there on the market with some nfl experience wonder if they go a different route but yeah whatever let's see how that works out but just get the right dude that's all i care about yeah fo 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 shout out moses malone I'm going to call this one highest in the room. And the room that I am referring to is the wide receiver room because as a former wide out myself, it's a very special position to me. So I take pride talking about it and I pay very close attention to it. Can't help it. I want to take this opportunity to give a guy who's going to have to be a little bit of the redheaded stepchild this year because of the Chargers first round draft pick his props, give him his flowers. Uh, Joshua Palmer talking about 72 receptions just under 800 yards last season three TDs uh, there was a pretty decent amount of production there especially in spots where he had to fill in as the wide receiver one because your top two guys were out with injuries and he produced pretty significantly if you ask me because there was ever any expectation of him being anyone or anything more than you know because you figured at some point Mike Williams might go down, the Keenan thing, kind of unforeseen. You figured at best last year he'd have to be a wide receiver too just based off of injuries and need. But he performed admirably when he had to be the top guy. Um, there were some inconsistencies there, but, I mean, can you blame him? You don't anticipate having to be the number one weapon on offense in the passing game. I mean, aside from Austin Eckler, sorry. But... You know, I think he played his role rather rather well. And unfortunately, this season, the best he's probably going to be injuries to the side. As I said before, hopefully everyone stays healthy is wide receiver four. Uh, He had already started to climb above Jalen Guyton, who's going to be wide receiver five. And 
I think he's earned his stripes a little bit. I was more of a fan of Palmer coming out of Tennessee than a lot of people were just because I really uh, appreciated the power in which he runs his routes, the way he comes off the line of scrimmage and threatens DB's cushions and gets them on their heels and having to commit. Uh, just a really nice developmental wide receiver piece that probably at his peak can be a wide receiver too, but it just helps with the overall depth in that room. And I've mentioned this again in uh, maybe some videos past that 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 wide receiver core looks a lot more dependable now uh you know real michael bandy's in the fold and uh i think the charges are in pretty good shape but i just wanted to take this particular time out to shout out mr palmer because not everyone's going to give you respect next season uh, again you may be just like uh, a person in a role that you know, playing a role and essentially uh, like it's a thankless job being like wide receiver four and under it's just like you're a guy out there but he's already proven that he belongs on the nfl field so uh, hopefully we see some more production next year um not in a full-time role like this is a one or two but again somebody who still sees some opportunities and has a chance to grow here in the future because uh, next year's room might look a little different and so maybe his role <laughs> chill let me ask you a question do you believe my young Jeezy voice sucks. I got the ad libs down though. Uh, but yeah, that's what we call it, number five. Do you believe? Uh, PFF has the Chargers ranked as the number nine overall roster in the NFL, I guess, from a talent perspective. And if you ask me, that's a little high. It should be lower. I'm not going to say like at five, but maybe 6.57 ish. The charges aren't as top heavy as they used to be because they've actually spent uh, some pretty significant draft capital here in the last couple years and some free agency signings uh, improving some depth. Now, there are some spots where that's still an issue, but they're not as tissue paper thin across the roster as they had been. Um, you're not looking at a situation where if you have a guy or two go down, it's not complete dire straits for them. And for that reason, I think they should be rated a little bit higher. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember all of the teams that are ahead of them, but some I question a little bit. And I think there's a little bit of bias that goes into some of these lists. Not really. And when it comes to PFF, you're talking about statistics, things of that nature. Fine. When it comes to like grading and then like rankings and things like that, I don't really lean on them too heavily for that. But I thought it was interesting. Uh, might be a nice little exercise out there for everybody. I may go ahead and make a list myself just to see how it turns out. But nine, nah, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm jacking that. I'm not feeling that too tough. Uh, more towards the middle, if you'd said six or seven, I'd feel a little bit better about that. But uh, I'll get into one myself and maybe post it on Twitter or something. But enough of the rambling about. That is it. I appreciate y'all for joining your boy again for another five of them thanks. Hot and spicy, straight out the air fryer, because you know we try to keep it healthy around here. And yeah, I'm getting back on, uh, I'm not going to call it a diet, because, you know, I don't diet per se. But uh, ever since got back from my birthday trip my eating's been all over the place my stomach has uh been uh not too happy with me lately not like ibs or anything like that just pretty bad i hear uh but y'all didn't come here to hear about things of that nature so let me get back on track uh like i'm going to get my eating
as I said. But appreciate y'all for joining your boy. Uh, you could be doing anything else, but you took 10 or so minutes out to kick it with me. And I appreciate that. So uh, be on the lookout. Garrett, Jamie and I are putting out some more content, uh, looking at some more offseason stuff. Maybe some UDFA stuff popping up soon. So stay pale for that. Tap in regardless. But uh, until the next one, y'all take it easy. It's your boy. I'll catch you later. Don't.